Hello, I'm Jacob Earl, and this is Constantly Moving Forward. We're broadcasting today from the car because I needed some time to myself. And it's hard to find a way to be alone. There isn't a second half to that. It's just kind of hard to find a place to be alone. Our first story is one I recorded in the middle of the night. It's night. Fresh snow falls on the highway. The sky is dark. The road is dark. Your high beams illuminate the falling snow. The cold seeps in through the badly weatherproofed doors. It smells of oil and burning plastic. It looks like you're going through space. There's no one else around. Just you and those bright white dots flying past your field of vision like you're in the freaking Millennium Falcon. You take a gentle turn onto the old highway, exiting off the new highway and crossing a madly raging river. I wouldn't normally be going this fast this time of year, but that's how it is. Chunks of ice bob and break apart and hit each other and break apart and bob and zip down the wide, wide river. The old road hugs close to the mountains and you follow its circuitous ancient path. There's a sign that says, watch for avalanches and an abandoned shack you hope no one lives in, freezing to death on the old highway. There's a bright flash of light and a sudden impact, and the cold river finds its way into your truck. You start to panic. You take off your seatbelt, and the lights inside flicker. The AM radio that never worked anyway cuts out. And the water rises. Deadly cold. Up to your knees, now up to your elbows. There's no way out, but lots of ways in. The window breaks, and you're pulled free. By a gigantic man. A fur coat, a soft, soft fur coat. He pulls you up to the river's bank. You don't get a good look at his face. He says your name calmly and clearly, but you've never seen him before. You are put at peace. He walks back into the water. It doesn't seem to affect him, and a sea lion bobs up makes its way back to the sea. You look up to where your car used to be, to where your life used to stand, and there stands only a group of broken pine trees.
and a very bright light, the light from your high beams, still shining onto the night highway, divorced completely of your truck. And in that light, there you stand, illuminated and free, happy, pure. God, you're beautiful. And on the bank, you see yourself glow. You see yourself turn to the night sky and shrink into an infinitesimal speck of light. A new snowflake. To be a fake star for some other driver. A tiny little piece of joy. Now for someone else's life. And you look at your truck, bobbing like so many chunks of ice. And you follow the river down to the sea. It doesn't bother you anymore. And when you reach the sea, you walk straight into the beating waves. And you are reborn. Anyway, here's a word from our sponsors. This week's show is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can go to payjacoburl.com and for a single American dollar a month, get access to all kinds of weird stuff I make uh, a couple days before it's published. Again, that's payjacoburl.com. And by a desert wind born in a distant sea and traveling for hundreds of miles the desert wind shakes the tiny trees that dot the landscape so starved of water it shakes your car and scares your dog but it's not unkind the desert breeze cools the air and makes it nicer to live here. Not that you can tell. You got the windows up and the air conditioning on. A desert breeze. Find it wherever you'd find normal breezes. Let's talk about internet comments. That's what I'm thinking about tonight. Thinking about people who leave comments on things online. I don't generally leave comments on things and I think that I really should leave more it's interesting it's fun doesn't cost anything gets your name out there a little bit can be helpful can add something sometimes if you're careful and the people who leave comments who are you people I don't mean that in an unkind way, but I, I do literally mean, who are you people? I have this person who, for, well, it's been a couple of months, but for every, um, on every video, going back a couple of years, they would leave some kind of Willy Wonka themed comment. 
wanted me to make a video on the topic of Willy Wonka. And here's the thing about the topic of Willy Wonka. It's not a topic. It's a book and two films about an orphan and a magical man. And I understand how they made that connection because I seem like an orphan and I dress like Willy Wonka. I get it. Right? But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make a video about Willy Wonka just because someone leaves a comment on every video for a year saying Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, XD, XD, XD. Make a video about Willy Wonka. Now, these comments have all been expunged because, well, I appreciate a good bit of internet pranking, you know, inject a little bit of surreality into your daily internet browsing experience guys uh, it got to the point where the other day quite recently although by the time this comes out roughly two weeks ago they left a comment that was just the word Willy Wonka exclamation point space Willy Wonka exclamation point something like that copied and pasted I'm gonna guess upwards of 400 times on a single video and it wasn't anyone I know I asked them all I don't know that many people and so it's just someone out there who wasn't promoting anything I went to their YouTube page and they didn't have any links they didn't have a find out more I sent them a message I said who are you and why are you doing this and then they sent me just a million more Willy Wonkas. And so I blocked them and I deleted all their comments. And so these comments have been expunged from the record. I took screenshots of them. But they're gone, essentially. And who does that? Who goes to a video from 2013 and says... When you make the next one of these, you should be a little bit more in-depth in your review of Alaska. Or, you're not a real Alaskan because you wear a tie and have a high squeaky voice. Like, who does that? I mean, I know people who make fun of me from a high squeaky voice. I, I, One, I can hear myself, thank you. Two, that video is from when I was 17 and... It's really bad. And three, who are you and where did you come from? You know? Internet comments are weird. But they're not strictly dangerous for me. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a man on the internet. It's not like I get death threats or people threatening me bodily harm or whatever. They just make me feel bad. Tell me weird stuff. Some people send really nice stuff send very positive things largely about how beautiful I am and while I wish that these comments were about the actual content of my work thank you I am very beautiful and I uh, like and I appreciate it you know uh, those aren't the ones that stick with me when I go to sleep at night those are the, the ones that stick with me are the Ones from, you know, 14-year-olds with nothing to do. 
making some grown man feel bad about his life and his body for no reason. That's not strictly true. Nobody does anything for no reason. I don't, you know, I don't believe in any sort of higher power, but I do believe that people do things with purpose, even if that purpose is not immediately clear. But I can't get into the mindset of some child from Wasilla who's never made anything of consequence telling me how I could have made my video from now five years ago better. Thanks, guy. I am going to ignore you. Or the ones from people who say that I could have scripted it. In 2013, I scripted all of my videos. I, in fact, have a video entitled I'm Not Improv, where I describe my 2013 video production process. And I would write everything out. In that video, I wrote out a little part where I pretended that I'd forgotten my line and I checked the computer screen and I came back and then I showed the computer screen where it said, pretends to forget line, checks line, shows computer screen to prove that I wrote this in the script. I, I wrote scripts for everything. I used to do a lot of script writing for just nothing. That's so why I would only put out like six videos a year because it took me forever to make them. They were like the topics for these podcasts. You know, I would, I would think of them and then I'd walk around and then I'd say to my dad in the toy section of a Walmart, would you vote for a proposition that took away everyone's guns and replaced them with swords? An actual video that I made eventually. And he said, what? Sure, I guess. I don't know how you're going get to enough, get enough people on your side with that. And I said, hmm. but is it funny? And he said, yeah, it's pretty funny. And that was all I needed. Kicked it into high gear. Savethecroissants.com. We produce things. Bought a flag. Printed up a script. Bought a bunch of toy guns at the thrift store that immediately broke had my tiny child sister film me for it had to explain to her what a tight shot was and the like the shot variation that i wanted and like a freaking champ she sat out there in the yard with me all day i really appreciate her help because she was a child she was operating a zoom lens and she was more re refined and patient than i have ever been in my entire life especially when I was as young as she was at the time and so for that video what it's really like in Alaska I did script it out I wrote everything down I spent like a week getting all the different shots at all the different times and people don't watch it I mean I don't want people to watch it because I don't like it but people leave that same comment telling me that I, I said the time in 24 hour time wrong because I, I would say everything in in metric 24 hour time and then in imperial in 12 hour time and i i got the conversion wrong by one and i put a piece of text in the video not even an annotation but in the film itself correcting that point and people still leave me comments saying that you know that one time is a different time off by one 
okay. I got one one time where someone said, I thought unfinished houses were only a thing in my country. They were from like, uh, I forget exactly, but some other country in America. And I was like, what? How can you think that? Of course people have unfinished houses in other places, right? People don't think about people unlike themselves. From last week. And all this is, you know, very interesting sort of thing to complain about, but I'm definitely not a woman on the internet, right? I want to make that clear every time. I complain about these things because they bug me. It bugs me when people say, your voice is very high and squeaky. It bugs me when people say, you're not a real Alaskan. I was born there, but people move there and they buy a bunch of stuff at Cabela's, not realizing that the Cabela's is new. You used to only be able to buy stuff at the REI. And they say, I'm an Alaskan because I wear Gore-Tex and camo hats like I live in Texas. I'm like, you're not an Alaskan. You just moved here. You're a freaking Chichaco, you know? That store's five years old. You've been here for six months. You moved to Big Lake and you say you're an Alaskan. Big Lake's Anchorage. Anchorage is basically Washington. I'm from the mountains. Go away. I can wear a tie if I like. I've earned it. How many glaciers have you landed a plane on? Go away, Ohio. You know. But still, I get people leaving me these comments. Oh, you know, you're not a real Alaskan. You wear a tie. You look like someone who lives in the city. Okay. Okay, guys. And it is all guys. I get three kinds of comments from, like, young women who I think are kids saying, Oh, you're so cute. I'll take that. Thank you. I am pretty cute. From gay men who are finding out that there's beautiful men in Alaska as well who say, oh, you're so cute, and I'll take that too, man. I am cute. Thank you. Well, I do appreciate these, like, comments that that tell me I'm very cute. I I really wish they were about some kind of content in the stuff that I make. Like, I appreciate when people say, oh, you're adorable. I really do. I love it, right? But I really wish that people would leave more comments about the thing that I'm making or the topic that I'm talking about. And the people who do, I appreciate it. Thank you. And even the people who say, you're so cute. I really do appreciate it. And I I really value those comments, but they're not the ones that stick with me. The ones that stick with me are from category three, which is, I can only imagine straight men. And they all talk basically the same. Like that's how you spot a straight is they have a very particular cadence Um, like they don't say things like cadence and they say your voice is really high or I couldn't watch this video. It was so boring or funnily enough, straight men leave the most like comments about the actual content of my work, but they're not super helpful or they say, you know, you could try scripting it next time or you could, or they say in the next one that you make about Alaska, you should show more of the town. 
do more b-roll stuff man you must be really afraid of moose you must have been tortured as a child or something like that and while those are all about the content of the piece none of them are helpful but i don't know if the people who leave them can see them like that i don't know if the people who leave those comments can see how terrible they're being to no effect because i get it right like i do i used to argue with people about religion online when i was a teenager and it feels like you're always just on the verge of changing someone's mind and getting that religious high of conversion right like ironically the thing i was trying to do was convert them to atheism and get what i can now only describe as a religious high right and and you imagine it's all around the corner, right? You imagine if you just win this argument, if you just tell this guy his thing sucks and he says, gee, thanks, man, I hadn't thought of it like that. You imagine you will glow bright with the light of knowledge, you know, and levitate into the ceiling and everyone around you will bow down and say, hey, did you see that guy? He won an argument online, and I have won arguments online, and none of that happens. It's always unsatisfying, but it's always right around the corner. I have a problem with stuff that's like gambling i don't gamble but every once in a while i'll start playing a game on my phone where it wants me to pay money to grow crops faster or get things in the mail faster or whatever and i'll do it and for a while i'll hold out right i'll struggle along in the game waiting for it to resolve waiting for you know everything to lock into place and for me to finally be happy with what i have and not need that new tree house or those blueberries or whatever I'll go along playing it the normal way, waiting for everything to snap into place, and it won't, because it never will, right? So I'll say, you know what? I'm going to get that new synthetic treehouse. A treehouse I can't even use, right? It's not even a real treehouse. It's a picture of a treehouse inside my phone. It's going to take six days to get here, so you know what? I'll pay the two bucks. I'll make it go a little faster. And once you've opened that floodgate, it's a little hard to close. You know, I'll just, I'll just pick it up a little bit. You know, I'll just, oh, well, how are my things doing? You know? Oh, I, you know, I, I have a couple minutes. I'll just harvest some crops. You know, I'll just, uh, see what's going on down inside the little cartoon world in my phone right and it'll consume me 
And it'll be all that I think about. Whether it's Rock Raiders back in the day, or or Two Dots, or these freemium games where you have to wait. It'll be all that I think about. I won't be able to put it down. And the only way out is through. The only way out is to get to some higher place where the the rewards are dissatisfying and the risks are too great and it can finally release me you know yeah I'll get addicted to these things especially if there's some great reward in there right like a picture of a treehouse or a little dog that tells you you're a good person or a perfectly clear board where once it was multifaceted chaos that then blinks away to bring me a brand new puzzle and internet comments are like this everywhere you look something else to say to somebody it's like a puzzle where one day you can win a conversation and they'll say you know what you're right and it'll just the angels will blow their horns right out of your ears and your eyes will shine lasers down upon the unbelieving it but you never get there because that's not real uh, it's like that tomb that michelangelo did with the day and night and it's in the medici chapel somewhere but um anyway they had these two figures right these two brothers this may be a little art historically spotty but anyway there's these two statues everybody knows about uh Everybody knows about the night figure because she's hilarious. She's very clearly Michelangelo used a male model and then just sort of guessed at what uh, breasts looked like because he was super gay and had no idea. And it's hilarious. But anyway, there's these two figures. I can't remember if they're brothers or not. I think that they are. And they both held basically the same station. And they were buried next to each other. And one was outgoing and gregarious right and rode his horse around and fought in wars and really cut it up you know and the other one was very retiring he was very small he thought a lot he was pious you know he like wrote stuff down and read books and was scholarly and these two guys when they died their statues are right next to each other and they symbolize the two paths to apotheosis, right? Apotheosis being this uh, ascension to godliness. It's like ultimate idea of faith bringing you divine peace, right? And there's two ways you can get there. You can get there through the active or the contemplative life. And these two men perfectly summed up these two ideas and if you look at them these two guys they're beautiful there's one thing michelangelo knew how to do it was guys pause for laughter but anyway you know the active one he's got a helmet he's looking out at you the contemplative one like even in his statue he's 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 retiring you know thinking about things you know you'll notice right there's only two the contemplative life a life of thought and reflection and philosophy and the active life a life of 
I didn't really pay attention. Fighting in war, winning races, running around in the sun, right? Being active. There is not a third path to divine peace, a third road to apotheosis where you win an argument with someone online, a fight with someone that doesn't exist. Being rude can see it. We're going to slow down for a second here, and I'm going to give a shout out to Just Men Online. Sports, huh? Beer. Uh... Those are things that I like, sports and beer, and wearing ugly shoes, and loose t-shirts, and working out, but in a straight way. That's me. Uh, Hey guys, please stop leaving comments on things online. I stop leaving comments, adding adding to in quotation marks um woman comedians tweets right because that's something i see i see a lot of men online they a woman will say something funny online because she's a professional comedian and a man will comment underneath it saying some additional two beats that obviously she cut out because it's a three beat joke and an additional two beats would ruin the flow or totally missing just the whole point of it and explaining the joke back to her she'll say oh could somebody help me figure this out but then she doesn't really mean it because it's something so obvious that anyone could do it and if she actually wanted help she would ask someone she knows right and so it's got to be a joke and if you think about it for a second sure it is kind of funny you know maybe not in a way that you really like but it's a joke of some kind and there'll be a guy in the comments explaining things like this adult professional comedian child guys stop doing that that would be great really embarrassing for the rest of us and annoying for the people who have to read it um just like your terrible comments underneath my videos. Men, please stop. Um, Alright, you can turn it off, I guess, if you want. Go back to watching Big Game. I didn't see it this time. I usually just watch the little musical in the middle, but this time the musical had Justin Timberlake in it, and... Well, I did listen to his entire discography one weekend to impress a girl one time. I can't say that I like his music. It's me out here in a car in the desert in the rain. Constantly Moving Forward is a production of SaveTheCroissants.com and me, Jacob Earl. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at at St. Croix, that's S-D-C, R-O-I-S-S, like Save the Croissants. If you'd like to support the show and put some money towards me maybe getting either a new piano or a studio somewhere where it's quiet, you can do so at Pay Jacob Earl 
paywalkjacob.com. That's P-A-Y-J-A-C-O-B-E-A-R-L.com. That's our show for this week. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'll talk to you again soon.